0: Were we ready? I was born ready. That's not what I heard. I heard you were born a squalling little baby who for years and years was unable to feed, bathe, or even wipe your own butt. I pooped
1: my pants.
0: <laughs> right
1: now? Yes.
0: Shaky Town Radio Minutes on the
1: Air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Hello, Brody.
0: Hello, how is your Halloween? My Halloween is seems like it's going it seems like it's still going on. <laughs> In many ways it is. In many ways it is. Because we're recording this pre
1: Halloween. We're yes. recording this on Halloween. What
0: we what everyone is calling Halloween weekend.
1: Yes. All Hallows weekend. Right. Um Weekend de los Muertos. Right.
0: Weekend yeah. de los muertos. Yes.
1: But um, <laughs> You know, it's coming up are the holidays. Uh in my home and in my family, we celebrate Thanksgiving and How Christmas.
0: <laughs> do you now? Yes. New
1: iconoclass,
0: unlike the rest of this country. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you got your plans?
1: Yeah, we're trying to figure out uh maybe a little road trip. Mm-hmm. See a little bit of America. Merca? Yeah. Visit um a sister in Utah who I haven't seen in a number of years and um Maybe visit the Grand Canyon.
0: Have you been to the Grand Canyon? Never
1: been. Phoenix, born and raised, yet never saw the Grand Canyon. Right. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that, if we, if we can make it happen. A lot of it just depends on work schedules and, and things like that, um, if we'll be able to get away. But I, Thanksgiving will just be probably... The Grand
0: Canyon is impressive, I have to say. Yeah. I, I, as someone who worked in the field for a very long time in Nature's Bounty, I began to... Just kind of not care about nature's bounty yeah i worked out in the field long enough that mountains and
1: sounds like a, a flavor of chips you can get at a whole foods yeah like think.
0: a shitty like it doesn't really taste like anything like kind pirate's booty t- right, <laughs> right nature's bounty right yeah they're like uh, i don't know they're like sorghum chips <laughs> um uh, but yeah as someone who wandered around in nature's you know uh Outdoors, great outdoors for a long time. It got to a point where mountains and beautiful scenery was just like a pain in the ass because it means you're working. Yeah. And we went and saw the Grand Canyon. <clears throat> this is years ago now. And it's like, because you know there's two canyons, right? There's the little Grand Canyon and then the actual Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. So we came up from the south and you hit that first when you come up from the south. And we stopped there. And that's fucking impressive. And then when you get to the actual Grand Canyon you're like, Oh, that was the shitty Grand Canyon. <laughs> now here's the awesome Grand Canyon. And it is, it's just totally like, it looks like a painting. Yeah. It's so like crazy, like a landscape painting of the Grand Canyon. You yeah. Know, it, you can't, your eyes almost can't get, I'm, I'm probably, you're going to go see it now and you're going to be like, meh, because I'm talking it up. But it is weird. It's just like maybe coming from a person who is not impressed with physical landmarks. hmm because I was just outdoors all the time. Sure. And it's like, oh, look at the sweeping vista. Who cares? This is in your archaeology yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Um It's really impressive. You should see
1: it. Cool. Now you haven't been there since they put in the Skywalk, though, right? I
0: haven't been put in, <laughs> Yes, I haven't been there since they put the Skywalk And They were yeah. talking about it. I think when, um, uh, when we were there. Yeah. So we, last time I was there was like ninety-two, maybe ninety-three. Yeah. So yeah, you can walk out over. And, Get vertiginous <laughs> freakouts going.
1: Yeah. Like Alfred Hitchcock's vertiginous. Right. Right. No, I think that's
0: the like Turkish knockoff of Alfred Hitchcock.
1: <laughs> Turkish knockoff? That's the the pastry treat. Mm-hmm. It's a band. Yeah. Turkish knockoff. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Do you have any road trips planned or round-of-town trips, I guess I should say?
0: No. No, not with the, you know, baby and the pregnant wife. So.
1: Yes. The um we're anticipating a new George in the world. Uh-huh. Is it true you're going to name him George? George?
0: No, that is that is untrue. <laughs> that is a, that is a fallacious statement. Um, no, we don't have a name picked out yet. We're working on a bunch of stuff. It's hush hush.
1: Yeah, real hush hush stuff.
0: Um, yeah, that's not going to happen till February, though. Yes. We're still coming up pretty quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is coming uh, up to the the Mayan end times. That's right. Of 2020. My
0: child is the harbinger of the end times. Yeah. As we all know.
1: Oh, yeah. Damien, George.
0: From Scripture. Oh, it's okay. These are three nines. I still remember that from Saturday Night
1: Live. <laughs> the ointment. <laughs> it's okay. Does he have three sixes on his head? No, it's okay. These are three nines.
0: Um. Yeah, no, no. Nothing really going on for the holidays. Um. I think we're going to have folks over... Um. Or eat, I don't know. I seem plans seem to be up in the air whether we were going to have folks over or, or we were going to go out to someone's house. Like one of Tish's friends was going to do something. Either come over to our place or we're going to go over there. I don't know. I guess I'm cooking something. So
1: he's mm. always cooking something. Oh yeah. There's always I, I got
0: we got a bun in the oven, <laughs> and I'm always cooking something. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean it's. I, I don't know the holidays. Since I, you know, have, since I'm not a child, that's kind of like, and I'm not getting out of school. I still have to work. It's like, and even when I was early on in my career, when I was like working at the grocery store, I was the guy who always worked holidays. So, never meant much to me, you know, extra paycheck. Yeah, so they just made me go home at some point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I did a couple. Um... I did like a video store when I had a video store job. Did in New Year's mm-hmm. and I did a, a Christmas morning, which was fine because I just, you know, spent the morning with my family. And it, you know, by that age, it wasn't a big deal. It's not like I was waiting for a new He-Man under my stocking or anything. So then I just went in. Into- you mean you
0: mean a muscle bound dude, right? Not the, <laughs> the toy, right? Right.
1: <laughs> Um, and then, you know, went and opened up the video store, worked for a few hours, uh, usually you know, bored families, like, well, we're done talking to each other, so, kind <laughs> of come get a movie, thank God you're open. Nice. Rent <laughs> to them. I was kind of like a Santa Claus in that sense. You were like Santa Claus? Yeah, yeah. I was giving the gift of... Uh,
0: Not having to talk to your relatives? Yes,
1: exactly. Instead, they can just watch, like, some shitty... Meet the Fockers or whatever the equivalent is. Right, What was that when you were working? How long ago was that? Well, it was the late 90s, so I remember... um, I remember Twister. Was Twister then? That might have been... That seems late. Yeah. Jerry Maguire, maybe? Oh. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, looking at the wall of, like, where they have way too many... Yeah. of of a certain copy of you know like, what big night with uh, the guy who was on Monk and Stanley Tucci, oh Tony, Tony Shalhoub yeah like and they they have a restaurant or something right, right, right. I remember way too many copies of that. <laughs> no one no one was renting that yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we sure. better
0: order a, a great gross of these one hundred and forty four. <laughs>
1: right, that's what you know, and that's something interesting that's happened in movies lately. Is there used to be what was called priced for rental as opposed to priced for sale. Um, nowadays when you get a DVD, you know, it they're all like 9.99, 14.99, you know, maybe 19.99 if it's like two disc with, you know, 90 minutes extra footage or whatever. But back in the day it was like, you know, 9.99, 15.99 whatever for a VHS for, you know, Batman maybe, you know, that you could pick up at the the grocery store. But then they'd have tapes that were priced for rental, which were it's like $60, $100 right. tapes because only video stores were going to buy these tapes. Right. And they were going to make back their money after so many rentals. So it wasn't a big deal that they cost that much. So recently, um, they the people putting out Tower Heist, which is the Ben Stiller Eddie Murphy movie based on, I guess, the, like the premise is people robbing Trump Tower. Except they can't say Trump Tower. Right. So it's whatever.
0: And they're supposed to be robbing Bernie Madoff.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. But now it's... Merny Badoff. I don't right, know. Exactly. So what they did was they were going to, in a couple markets, make that available on demand for, I think, like $59.99 before it's in theaters, you can, or while it's in theaters, you can see Tower Heist from the Comfort of Your Own Home for 60 bucks. And I don't know the I'm going to coin a word that. here,
0: and that word is retardiculous.
1: <laughs> That's just dumb. Yeah, well, they pulled it because too many people complained. Too many
0: people thought it was a stupid, 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 stupid idea. Right,
1: right. And I, mean, I don't know if the rationale is like, oh, a bunch invite a bunch of your friends over and everybody chips in six it's, to ten bucks. But it's still a, yeah,
0: no. It's not like it's a. It's not like it's a pay-per-view boxing match. Right,
1: right. Yeah, hopefully it's the movie where Eddie Murphy
0: isn't shitty in it. Right. That's that's why I think a lot of people are. Uh, <laughs> that's the that's the movie where a lot of people. Are, are that's writing mm-hmm. on that movie. yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah i cuz i saw the preview for it when we went and saw uh some horrible
1: movie mm-hmm. the oh yeah from the some horrible movie series
0: mm-hmm. yeah um i might even no it wasn't horrible bosses which would be ironic i think it was the change up or whatever that movie i saw okay the, the ryan reynolds and okay and uh jason bateman film
1: right 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 switch up I think trade up Change-up? Trading Places. I think it's a change-up. The Changer-Upper. The Switcher Maroon. You know what?
0: Uh, I just thought of an idea, Brody. I, I, know the, I know the script we need to write. I know it. We need to write a movie about two guys that switch bodies, but they're guys that write movies, cheap movies about people that switch bodies. They've had an entire series of movies <laughs> where it's all just like, the dad switches with the son. The mom switches with the daughter. <laughs> that's all the movies they ever write. They're just like, yeah. they're the guys who write those movies for Hollywood. And then they switch bodies and learn a valuable lesson. And it's called it. Flip the Script. It is called Flip the Script. And, okay, so I see, uh, let's see, who, who do I see in this? I see a Ben Stiller in mm-hmm. this. I see a Ben Stiller, and I see uh, um, who, because Ben Stiller is like the uptight guy. Who sure. Can, I don't want to say an Owen Wilson because I think that's kind of pretty... That's pretty... Yeah, of the yeah, road. yeah. Um, it could who's, be... Who's... We have the uptight guy, and who do we have as the uh, as the wild, free spirit guy?
1: Oh, um, Russell Brand. Oh, beautiful. Yes. And they can only confide in one person, their friend Tom Lennon. Yep. I like
0: it. Their agent. Mm-hmm. Their yes. Their agent. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Boom. Done. Let's start writing this. Yeah. This, this shit writes itself. <laughs>
1: This shit squeezes itself out of it's the creative anus all by itself. And then we can charge people fifty nine ninety nine to rent it on demand. I think that's $100. That's, that's yeah, an event movie. Easily. Yeah. But there used to be like little obscure like British movies no, I know. Or, or whatever that if you were a fan you would dish I out the... I,
0: I bought Walker on VHS for like 79 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't... I don't... See... That... Priced for rental, though, I don't see that being. I just always thought it was like a restricted, you know, or risk, you know, uh, they knew they weren't going to make a lot of money, mm-hmm. so they just priced it really high. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or rarity. I thought it was a force, market forces, because Walker by Alex Cox, not the most popular movie ever made. People were not walking in and renting it, you know, whatever rental costs back in the day, ninety nine a day or whatever. Yeah. They weren't. Renting it, keeping it for three days, and 10 people weren't doing that. you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that business model worked, yeah. if that was the business model. Right, right. You know, maybe it was just like, priced for rental was slapped on that. It's like, this is expensive. No one's ever going to buy it except a video
1: store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That exactly. might
0: amortize the cost.
1: Yeah, And then LaserDiscs ended up not really happening like people thought. That would happen because there was a few places I know. Megan's grandparents ran a video store that at some point also rented laser discs. Yeah. There were less of them available, less titles available.
0: Yeah, we, we worked actually the the software store that I worked in in Chatsworth. There was a laser disc place next door, mm-hmm. and and it was very much like <laughs> it was very much like the the Paul F. Tompkins routine of <laughs> there's like five people go to that store. Yeah. but the guy was really nice, and he had like a screening room there. But it totally was like the, like, see the clarity of the picture. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's really nice. Yeah. We watched The Abyss there. And it was, uh, you yeah, know, it was decent.
1: Yeah, now, it was like watching
0: it in the movie. Is thing. it
1: true when you sit down and you watch The Abyss that... The Abyss looks back and watches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It is true. It is true. Yeah. Well, I didn't stare at it. <laughs> I think you have to stare into The Abyss. Right. And then it stares back at you. Know? Right. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine if Laserdisc had taken off? Like, Can you imagine the difficulty... if Laserdisc
0: actually said "pew
1: pew pew"? <laughs> the difficulty of Netflix service—you'd have to like, you'd have to like wait for the UPS guy, right? And you'd have to like sign for every Netflix that came, <laughs> right? Right? And they would be
0: in like the horribly, like <laughs> overly protective cases. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, Netflix is kind of fucked up right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, I I kind of, you know, talk about hubris. You know, they expected people to, like, just go with their dumb business model. Mm-hmm. And no, apparently not. It was like a, almost a million followers, or a million customers. Right. Who thought they were
1: going to? Go fucking down in flames. Well, in anticipation of them launching their own uh, division of uh, Netflix brand podcast networking. Right, by the uh, way,
0: which we are a part of. Right? Yes,
1: yeah, so I want to say that I, I uh, applaud every move, daring move they've made, and I'm sure they'll work it out. <laughs> They're supposed to maybe run kind of their own Netflix network at some point with the more original content. Now, I don't know if that's taken a backseat while they try to kind of figure well, out... try and not, <laughs> not go bankrupt. Right, right. But um, I like that idea of them having... Original content. I like the idea of them hiring me to write original content. Even I think that's a
0: good idea. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> you don't need those guys. You don't need their money. You don't need their big Netflix money. They're slightly
1: smaller Netflix money. <laughs> but we do need your money. So if you are enjoying the podcast, please donate at ShakytownRadio.com/slash/donate. This
0: is part of the pledge drive, right? <laughs> If you want to support quality Shaky Town programming, and by quality Shaky Town programming, I mean the garbage that we spew regularly on this, sometimes more than once a week. Mm -hmm. Well, I haven't written anything for the website in a long time. I haven't done anything in a long time.
1: I know. Believe me, I know. Um, Yeah, Brody's right.
0: If you feel (laughs) so inclined, going into the holidays, the greatest gift you can give. You know what? If you don't like this, and why would you be listening to this if you didn't? You could give a donation in the name of a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, give
1: isn't them the credit. Isn't that credits. the best?
0: Isn't that the best Christmas gift?
1: Or Hanukkah? If you're a Jew. Like Jean is. I am partially Jew. Yeah. yeah. Jew-ish. Uh
0: huh. I am Jew-ish. Uh. Maybe for Kwanzaa. If you're some crazy Afrocentrist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because <laughs> I assume everyone who celebrates Kwanzaa is a crazy Afrocentrist. Right. Right. Um.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of other holidays. Santeria. <laughs> that's
0: a that's a holiday. Is it? Yeah. So, is that the holiday where we celebrate Hello Kitty? It's the. Oh, sorry. That's Sanrio Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the holiday where we celebrate Sublime. The, Bradley, I don't practice Sanaria. <laughs> How are you ever going to
0: get good at it, Sublime? <laughs> I think that's it's a bold statement, eschewing the uh, eschewing the spiritual nature. You know, he doesn't practice Sanaria. He doesn't have a crystal ball, so he's, you know, completely divested
1: himself of all that new age superstition. It's about surfing and hanging out with my dog, man. Yeah. Boy, I know
0: more of that song than I can <laughs> really safely care about. I just, I, yeah, I realized, what was, oh, 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 what was I watching? Oh, oh, music choice. I, I turned on the TV uh, when I was getting dressed come over here, turned on the TV and, uh, Music Choice was advertising their Music Choice On Demand. Apparently, there's an entire Blink-182 On Demand channel. Uh. And I'm like, who? There's not a... Did you think about what the market for this might be? Yeah. I mean, I think the dudes in Blink-182 are not going to be going to Music Choice On Demand to watch Blink-182 songs.
1: (laughs) I think their moms are not going to be doing that. (laughs) Uh, Horrible. See, uh Blink-182... I don't even want to get into it. Like go. Just a run in with them many many years ago. Oh yeah. In my punk rock days. And what what happened? They were just assholes. They were just assholes, like plain and simple. And you know, maybe it's different now because they're older guys and we were all like young then. Mhm. And you know, I mean there's people i Was friend- this
0: after they gotten made a name for themselves? No, no, before. They're just dicks. Yeah. And there's no, then if they were dicks, then then they're probably still. Dicks. Well,
1: I don't know. There's acquaintances of mine in Phoenix, um, in the music scene there, um, who are really friendly with those guys. Uh-huh. Like, like they're fans of each other's bands and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then friends of mine and Megan. There's pictures of her hanging out with Blink because she was part of that whole Warp tour, like pop punk scene. You know, I mean, you know, Megan and I are separated by uh, some years, and so Crangle I. Cradle robber. I tend towards more like the hardcore punk and street punk kind of stuff, where she was more of that skate punk, pop punk era, and and maybe a little bit ska. Uh, and there's some bands that we find in the middle there that we both liked, but then there's stuff that just you know, not wasn't for me. And she thinks right. my stuff's too, you know, you know. So, but yeah, the, she was just digging up these old pictures of her, like we we're going through some stuff kind of cleaning the house and sure. she found these like old like an old zine she published and, right. and and like there's pictures of her with the dudes from Blink hanging out and all this stuff and it's just like okay I understand that there's people who I like and respect and in one case love and we'll have babies with someday who like are fans of this band sublime right right <laughs> um, but like Ah, I just I never got into the music and and yeah, the guys were dicks. And not uh, Travis Barker wasn't in the band at that time, and maybe he's a super cool guy. Like I don't know. He's he's um not immune, what's the word I'm looking for? He's uh
0: out of the uh you're not you're not considering him as part of the uh, Yeah. Uh, he's queen. exonerated from this. Sure.
1: Yeah. Um he's like that it's the first suspect in a lot of order episode. Yeah, you know he's not going to be the Yeah, not that guy. Um, so, but, but the two main guys, Tom and, um, the other Dick from Angels and Airwaves. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. Yeah. But again, this was, tw- what, 15, 20 years ago. So, you know, people grow up, have kids. Right. It's different. I'm not, I'm sure, I'm certainly far less obnoxious than I was when I was that age. So uh,
0: Don't sell yourself short, <laughs> Brady.
1: Uh, I same thing with the guy from Sugar Ray that I had a little, whatever with Sugar Ray. Yeah, <laughs> Sugar Ray, Mark. Sugar, Sugar Ray McGrath. Yeah, Mark Sugar Ray. <laughs> Did he change
0: his name to McGrath?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet you he loves that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, Blink One Eighty Two people, Angels and Airwaves, the Transplants. These are bands.
0: You're naming bands. Welcome to Brody Names Bands. Um, Yeah, so in conclusion, Blink-182 sucks. Even if they're nice guys, they should not have their own on-demand channel. (laughs) I can think of 182 bands that deserve their on-demand channel more than Blink-182. 182
1: 182 bands and a Blink-Ain't one. Yeah, Blink-Ain't one
0: of
1: them. Yeah. Oh, Zookeeper. That's another thing that's on on on-demand with Kevin James. Demand, to use that word very loosely in the right, case of that right, movie. Right. Uh, who, I I just... Uh. So I've been watching Beavis and Butthead, the new Beavis and Butthead. Oh, the new ones? Yeah, enjoying I that seen very much. Um, Howard Kramer and Chip Pope are two of the writers on there. And Dude. some of the old uh, Beavis writers, Mike Judge and other people who were already on the show nice. 15, 20 years ago when it was on. It was really good. It's funny. It's the same like, you know, sharp kind of like surprisingly smart comments coming from these two dumb characters. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm it's really enjoying of, it.
0: It took me a while to warm up to Beavis and Butthead. Because mm-hmm. I remember them from the old... Um, uh, Liquid Television Shorts. Not the Liquid Television Shorts. Actually, the um, Spike and Mike's... Uh, Spike and, and Twisted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Twisted Animation yeah, yeah. Festival a long time ago. It was just like frog baseball. On. Uh-huh. Um, I was just like, meh. And then the an MTV thing came out, and... Um, the, a lot of people were really into them, and I was like, I kind of blew it off because I didn't like it, and I I I was judging without looking at it. And then we were on a project in like Utah somewhere, fucking in the middle of nowhere, um, Wendover, Utah. And I was rooming with a guy who really liked it. He's like, No, you got to check it out. So we watched like this was when MTV was like running them, like you know, a block of like seven episodes, yeah. ten episodes back to back. And so we watched a bunch of them one night, and I'm like, Oh, I get it, I get it. They're they're doing. Social commentary based around these two jackasses. Yeah, And uh, I've been a fan ever since. So it's it's been, you know, it took me a few years to warm up to. Yeah. But uh, I'm curious to see that. I haven't watched any of the new ones. How many episodes are they doing? Do we know?
1: Don't I don't know what the, the episode runs. I would assume it's going to be like start with like 13 of them. That's just a guess. Usually it's 13 or 26. Right. So, we've had some good shows on last couple weeks Ogre Mage and Amber Kenny and Marie Colette and Mary Kobayashi. hope to have. Frankly,
0: you should go back and revisit the entire catalog because there's really a lot should. of
1: gems. Yeah. yeah. Go go listen to the Tom Neely one in our early days before we really knew how to interview people or edit podcasts. <laughs> see or that, don't. Or see do that thing that, that I stabled together.
0: Or do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so keep on tuning in. There'll be hilarious, exclusive blog, exclusive updates on ShakytownRadio.com. <laughs> Will there? Yes, me making fun of the, my, my headlines bit. I go, have you seen this? Have you read about this?
0: That's like Jay Leno
1: does, <laughs> right? What? Oh, and damn <laughs> um, yeah, funny pictures that Gene photoshops together. I
0: do funny, do those funny pictures. The kids, you know Lee.
1: And uh, exclusive Lindsay Lohan reports. But no pictures. Because, yeah, because that like, guy's a jerk. Yeah, because the guy's jerk. Because people own the rights to those.
0: And then I blocked him. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, bye, everybody. Goodbye.